0: welcome to d l s central everybody damon here there's a lot going on happy new year to everybody happy new year um hope that 2022 is a uh, great for you i know it's going to be great for me and Looking forward to seeing what the Lord brings. Uh, heavy sports week going on. I know I uh, took off for the uh, for the holidays, but we are back uh, talking some NFL, some NBA, some WWE, some boxing. We got a lot going on, and yeah, so uh, we'll start with football as always. And uh, sad news: my Browns are officially eliminated from uh from playoff contention and and when you think about it i mean they 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 did it to themselves um so because we we lost games that we should have won like we needed to beat the raiders um we really needed probably need to beat the ravens so you know and we dropped a lot of good uh uh, we if we would beat green bay that really would have helped us stay in the game but We we blew it like and and we have no one to blame but ourselves and it's like yes was this one of the better seasons that we've had in a couple decades, absolutely, like when you talk about what we were, like what we what we had to work with uh it's like we were a team that was o in sixteen, um you know or get one and something or two and something or three and something like, for us to to put together wins like this and actually be a threat to make the playoffs. I know we made the playoffs last year, but for us to be a threat again, like, you know, to, to make the playoffs, to me, it's an improvement from, from where we were. Um, but with that being said, it's not good enough because we, we, we allowed opportunities to slip through our fingers and, and, that's what the Browns fans are going to be upset about uh, because there were games that we squandered that have now come to bite us in the behind. And, and so now yeah, we, could, we could go 2-0 the next couple of games, but it won't matter. Um, but I still want my team to fight hard and to finish out the season strong. That That's what I want. And they, they got to play Pittsburgh – uh, tomorrow, uh, we're recording this on Sunday night. Uh, we got Green Bay and, and Vikings going on right now, uh, for Sunday night football. Um, it's, uh, it's cold up there. So <laughs> it is, it's not, it's, it's definitely, uh, a, a classic NFC North matchup. Packers are ahead six to nothing, uh, in the second, in the second quarter right now. But, um, back to the Browns, uh, it's just it's unfortunate, um, but I th- we did we did some great things this year, and I'm proud of the fight that they that they put up. Um, I think that in order for them to to get over the hump next year, we we have to be better from an offensive standpoint. I, I think we like our defense. Was pretty good this year. I mean, yeah, we you know we had some lapses, but for the most part, our defense played like our defense was supposed to. Our offense wasn't consistent. We couldn't we couldn't get consistent production from Baker. We couldn't get consistent production from um, from our other guys. One because of injuries, and then COVID, and so COVID just really hit us hard. Um, But then it just well. There were there were some games where we had the horses, we just didn't make the plays, and that's really what it comes down to. Just like the you know the 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 saying goes, in in the NBA it's a make or miss league, uh in in the NFL, it, it's it's make. It is to make a play it is to make a play league. Like you got to make the play, the right play when it matters. And that's the difference between winning and losing the game. Uh, did you make the right play? Did you complete the, did you complete the pass? Did you get the yards that you needed to get, uh, to keep a drive alive? Um, uh, You know, on any given Sunday, Al Pacino was talking about, you know, those those inches. Did you get that inch? You know, did you claw with their fingernails? Like, (laughs) did you get that? That's what it's about. And they just couldn't do that in games that mattered. And when they look back at their season, I know they're going to be really upset because they They had so many winnable games, like we should have beat the chiefs uh we we should have beat the Ravens uh we should have beaten the the Steelers. Its just there there were there were plenty of games that we should have won that we that we squandered, and we should' have beat the Raiders, we should have beat the hackers. It's just when we look back, we could have played better, but you look ahead. You, you keep the guys that, that are quality, and I think more importantly, you get Baker healthy, but you also get Baker some, some more training. Um, be, I, I think that if, if, if Baker Mayfield wants to silence the critics that are on his head, um, he's probably not going to get the contract that he wants at this point. Um, but if you're Baker, if he really, if he really enjoys being a Browns quarterback and really is committed to being a Browns quarterback, which I believe he is, um, then hey, you you consult some of the greats, you reach out to uh, some some of the best quarterbacks and quarterbacks coaches in, in addition to your staff and say, hey, you know what what are some things I could have done better, and and you listen to their advice and you take it and you improve. And I think the main thing that Baker needs to work on is accuracy, like, and that, that, that's his Achilles heel because he'll, and and not forcing plays. There were so many times where he was, he was scrambling in his, and in his desire to make a play he just he he threw a ball that he shouldn't have thrown and next thing you know there's a pick like study guys like Rodgers study guys like Brady uh that you know like like a a a Peyton Manning or or just just study guys that are efficient and and, and watch how they and and pay attention to, to what makes them efficient they take care of the ball they don't they don't make they 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 try to cut down on unnecessary mistakes. You're not going to find a, a perfect quarterback um that just doesn't, you know, make mistakes, but for for the most part they take care of the ball and they know what to do in certain situations. And to me, if I'm Baker I'm using this off season to study. Like the Browns shouldn't even act; they should deactivate him for the rest of the season. He's he's got a bevy of injuries, and I commend him for playing. But at the same time, when you play with injuries, there's an expectation. If you step on that field, you good. You know, no excuses. You're expected to perform. If you step on, just like you step on a basketball court, if you hurt. Okay, you hurt, but once you step on that court, they—they, they, you know, folks are gonna go full tilt. They're not gonna take it easy on you, um, because it's the pros. they they gonna go—they're playing to win. If you're if you're stepping out and you you know you're you're active, then that means that you can you can do what what you're supposed to do to help your team win, um, and those expectations. Are are going to be there? Hey, we expect you to 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 give us the the proper amount of production. We expect you to help us win the game. And if you're not, if you're truly not healthy, then don't put don't step out there because if you fail, the injury you you can't really use that as as an excuse um, because it's like at the same time, okay, yeah, well, if you hurt, you should have been out there, but. Since you since you said you want to play, then hey man, we expect you to 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 throw more touchdown to throw touchdowns to not throw interceptions, not fumble the ball, to find guys to 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 hit them uh, in, in places like to to hit them in the spots where they can realistically catch the ball. Don't overthrow, don't underthrow, uh, make the right reads. Be responsible. Be the you know guide the team. Get us down when we need a win. Get it. That's what that's that's the job. That's what you're expected. If you if you out there, the, there's an expectation of the of the ownership of the fans, uh, personnel, and of your teammates that you gonna perform. That we we gonna get uh, the player that's advertised. <laughs> so I I think Baker needs to chill out. They need to to, to just put him on to, to shut him down for the for the rest of the season. You're not making the playoffs. There's no point in in causing Baker to to make sure to make the injury worse especially if they're if if they have plans to hold on to Baker which they should because i mean i know people are like oh Baker's terrible but i'm like yeah but Baker's also got a tons of potential it's like he's still a young quarterback in the league he he still got a lot of room to grow the the paint isn't exactly dry just yet Let's I I say if 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 you're in I wonder how many seasons he's been playing, because I I think after a certain point, you do have to you do have to say, well, this is who this is who this this uh, this person is (laughs) there. There is a point where you you have to just look at that and you have to to call it what it is um just like with uh when matthew stafford was in detroit there was a time after a certain point it's like okay well stafford stafford is who he is he's he he's The paint's dry. We know what to expect from him. Um, and there's a ceiling with him. And even, and you're seeing that even with the Rams, like, there's only, he can win you games. He's got, he's got weapons at his disposal. But when it comes time for the playoffs, I think the Rams are going to be in trouble because I don't think that he can propel them past, um, like Green Bay, I don't. I don't think he can go in there and beat and beat Green Bay. It's just I, and that's been the story of Stafford. Like in those big games where you where you need a win, he hasn't been proven to be able to do that. And so, and the the paint's pretty dry on that. You you know who he is, and and in that case, if you're Detroit, you know you had to move on. I personally think that Detroit let go of him too late. Uh, they they should have let him go like two years ago um, because they he wasn't going to get them any further, especially in that tough vision. Uh, you need somebody that's going to propel you, and he wasn't going to do that. And so when you look at Baker, Baker's like four years in the league. like I say year seven. If he's still doing this, okay, you gotta cut bait. It is what it is. He is who he is. But you gotta give him time, but he's gotta be healthy. Baker's gotta be healthy. They gotta they gotta continue to to cultivate him and, and, and give him the training that he needs to be a better quarterback, to be more accurate. Um, but if you got a great running nucleus nucleus, um, they've got weapons and I like their offensive output. Uh their, you know, their offensive firepower. They've got a strong defense. I think they could be better uh from a uh from a linebacker standpoint. Uh but I mean they're 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 solid. I think they'll be okay. They'll be a threat, but next year they're really going to have to play more disciplined football uh if they want to to get over the hump and, and get back to the playoffs and go deep into the playoffs. That that's really what it's about. They've they've got to they've they've got to win those third downs, especially those third and shorts. You know they got they've got to convert. You've got to make the right plays, uh, and they and they shouldn't force situations. And so that that's that's pretty much what it is with the Browns. Um, but they play tomorrow against Pittsburgh. And that game is significant because that's the last time Ben Roethlisberger that our Browns are going to face Ben Roethlisberger, and that's the last time that the uh, that Ben Roethlisberger is going to play at Heinz Field, uh, because and unless unless. He decides that he still has something left in the tank. He he plans to retire uh, after this year, which he should. I mean, he's had a great career, two time Super Bowl champion. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. All he he'll go down as one of the uh, one of the best quarterbacks of this generation, and and definitely one of the most scary because in a in a close game, he 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 generally finds a way to win it for you Um, and that that's what's always made him scary he he's hurt my Browns feelings on many many of occasions and he's hurt other teams feelings on many of occasions too it's just he's he he's he's a great quarterback like I, I always respected his skills and you know, and I, I think Pittsburgh will miss him. And it's good that he was able to play his whole career at Pittsburgh. Um, you know, that, and he can, they can say, hey, he's, he, he's, he was a stealer for life. So happy about that. And, uh, wow, I talked for the, I talked about the Browns for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's, that's that's my team I love them so I I need them to I need them to beat Pittsburgh um but it is going to be good uh, tomorrow just to just to see the uh the the final meeting uh between uh between the uh the Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers uh at Heinz Field headed by uh Ben Roethlisberger uh before he retires Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television that look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news documentaries and more and so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community they're only going to get better they're only going to keep growing they're going to continue to increase content so they've just started out their kickoff was the fall of this year so join in sign up and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet music time Want to sign up? Go to com. It's time for music. Such a crucial week of NFL action. I mean, every pretty much every game mattered i mean there were a couple that didn't matter but for the most part every game mattered uh, because again next week is the season finale uh you know of this season so everybody's trying to to solidify their playoff spots we had a couple of clinches and there's a there's a couple of scenarios where other teams can potentially get in next week so it is definitely must see tv right now the the craziest thing today was Antonio Brown just, just quitting during the, <laughs> during the middle of a football game. Like, Antonio Brown just quit the Buccaneers, takes off his uniform. They're down to the Jets, like, 24 to 10, which is crazy. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what is wrong with the Buccaneers that you're... That the Jets are putting up numbers on you, like what is going on with the Buccaneers? Um, But they come roaring back. But it at the point that where it's twenty four to ten, Antonio Brown just—I don't know what it was. I don't know what was said, and it'll come out later. But that was the most bizarre sequence. I think that we that that we've ever seen. Like I I mean the only thing you can compare it to is Vontae Davis retiring at halftime. It's like, hey, I don't have it anymore. I just I I don't have a desire to play. I'm not going back out and I'm straight. But it's not that Brady wasn't throwing the ball. <laughs> it is it's not that Brady wasn't throwing the ball. It's not that like, like uh, you know, Guys were being stingy with it. It's just we we don't know. It was it was weird. The the man took off his equipment. He was doing jumping jacks in the end zone before running off the field with the peace sign, shirtless, like I'm out. It was it was so bizarre. And what? Look at it, Twitter. Watching how everybody was reacting, I mean, some people were like, Oh, this is a fall, but like some of the memes were hilarious. Um, and I think the main thing with Antonio Brown is it's just he's got some things, he's got some other things going on, and, and and there whether it's a mental health issue, whether it's some, some, like we don't know. We don't know. We just know that it's just really bizarre behavior. And it's one thing after another with Antonio Brown. I mean, there's so many scandals that he's involved in. It's, it's hard to make heads or tails with the guy. And he's Bruce Arians communicated after the game that he's no longer a Buccaneer. Like I mean, he didn't fly home with the team. My man caught an Uber. <laughs> he you know, we don't know where he is, but you know, hopefully where he wherever he at, he taking care of himself, he doing all right. But I mean that was just the the most bizarre thing I've seen watching the NFL was a guy just just do that on national television. Like you would it looked like it was a movie, but it was real life. And I think everybody's just flower guy, but there are a lot of people who are like, man, I'm done with Antonio Brown. We're done. And, and, and people need to be held accountable. And Tom Brady uh, was fighting for him. There, There's some people who are like, Tom Brady should be like, that was a, a, a insult to Tom Brady. He did everything he could. Then other people are like, Brady is complicit. Brady needs to be held accountable for this stuff because he was enabling uh, Antonio Brown and, you know, there's I think there's a little bit of truth on both ends of the argument. Um, because you, you could make the case definitely that a Brady put his his neck on the line and you know and amidst all the nonsense and craziness and, the, and this is how you repay him. <laughs> but at the other end it's like, hey, like you knew he was a head case and and that he that he wasn't necessarily stable, so it's like but y'all were just hey, as long as as long as he's with us, we'll try to figure it out, try to give him the win. I mean you you do have to take some responsibility for it on that end too. Like, hey, you know, it was just thought it was gonna work out, just didn't work out. Just uh, you know just bad judgment call on that one. You no, know, but Brady has love for his for for Antonio Brown. He considers him a brother and a friend, and you know I I think he understands that you know why you know he can't be a part of the team anymore. And He probably agrees uh, with why he can't be a part of the team, but more importantly, he 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 cares about Antonio Brown, and he just wants the best for him. and And it worked out well, you know, while it lasted. They they got a Super Bowl uh, with AB's help. They and they they had a uh they they're going back to the playoffs with AB's help it's just he he just can't do it anymore <laughs> he can he can't do it anymore he's he he's checked out i don't know if he i don't know if he's done playing football um or he just he's done i know he's done with the bucks but if you're an NFL owner after seeing that what I mean, who who's the owner? Who's the leadership? Who's who's the management? That's who's the GM that's that's going to be like, hey, let's try to sign Antonio Brown. Like after after doing what he just did, because he could do the same thing to you, and so I if if I'm an NFL team, I'm not trying to pick up Antonio Brown because that that's crazy you leave your team hanging they're down by 14 points <laughs> in, in, in the game and you're just like i'm out after throwing a tantrum like that's just i don't know i mean everybody deserves you know chances and in, in the and uh you know jesus said we should forgive uh others uh, 77 times seven times um but at the same time i just with something like that yeah you can forgive that but do you do you have any trust uh that that um in in his ability to to be workable for any ball club i just it is one thing to forgive but just because there's forgiveness there there still has to be a trust a trust there as well and and uh you know He's he's definitely forgiven, you know, I forgive him the Lord. I know the Lord forgive him, uh, you know, especially if he repents, but at the same time, if you're an NFL team, you don't trust that guy. Like he he's you can't honestly say, "Oh, yeah, let's go get this." Like you you're not going to bring that kind of guy into the locker room like he Yeah, I just, it's it's hard to articulate. <laughs> <laughs> Just how how much of a foul uh that is. But I I I bet if you pull any locker room uh in the NFL, they're gonna be like, No, we don't want that kind of guy there. Like he's unpredictable. Like if he can do that to on a team with Tom Brady and and Gronkowski and you know, sue and like you got, you got also that they're in are and they're going to the playoffs. If he can do that to a playoff caliber team, he can do that to anybody. And so to me, the thing uh, with, with AB is he just, he needs to get his head right. And, and, you know, he may be, he may be done playing football. Like he may not need to play it anymore. There's other things that he can immerse himself in that, you know, that maybe will, uh, will make him happy. I just, I strongly feel like his football days are probably done. Um, but, I mean, he really, and they probably should be done. Like, I mean, he, it's not like he needs to prove anything. He's a Super Bowl champion. You know, he's, he, he's, he's got tons of highlights. He's made tons of money, you know, playing. Uh, he, he's got a pretty good resume. Uh, and I, Yeah, I think it's time for him to probably go into the next chapter of things, and that very well may be the case. Uh, But that was the most bizarre thing that happened today. And the crazy thing is, in all of that, Tom Brady is Tom Brady again and brings them back down from 24 to 10, and they win 28 to 24 because it's the the Jets' like. They just they turned back into the Jets, <laughs> and and Brady took over. It's like I'm not losing to, to the Jets. This is not what I do, and so he took over, and the rest is history. So, yeah, a good win for the Bucks. Actually, it was a that was a bad win for the Bucks, but they they I'm glad that they pulled it out because they really would have been in some trouble if they would have dropped that game. Now uh another game that was awesome was that Bengals Chiefs game. I mean Bengals they they clinched the NFC North and I mean th- this is huge for them. They they ascended when the Ravens as the Ravens are descending and they just they took the division and I'm not a Bengals fan but I I gotta give them. I gotta tip my cap to them. I gotta give them their props. They played hard. They earned it. Joe Burrow is the real deal, and Jamar Chase is the real deal. That dude single handedly like won that game for the Bengals. On well, I won't say single handedly, but like Jamar Chase took over that game and. He dominated the Chiefs' secondary. They couldn't. They couldn't stop me. He was hard to tackle, and he was just burning them um, constantly throughout the game. So, if, if without his three touchdowns, they it is not the same team. And if I'm the Bengals, I'm trying to protect Jamar Chase at all costs. It, it, you, you try to get make sure that he gets the best recovery. Care from the strength and the conditioning trainers, like you got to keep him healthy because if he's healthy, that opens up so many things with their playbook that they can do because they have other guys that can contribute too. But it's like you need that one guy that just creates havoc, um, and that's always a threat. The Chiefs have that with several guys too, like with the Tyreek Hill and the, and the Kelsey, um, and and it, which opens the door because they have those two guys, which opens the door for Pringle and other guys. Um, but with the Bengals, they have something similar to that too. Because with Jamar Chase, he can just slice and dice a defense that even if you have him covered, it it takes so much to to keep eyes on him that they'll they'll complete passes to other guys, and then Joe Mixon can do Joe Mixon things and and. And Burrow is a is a is a good quarterback. I think he has a, a good sense for finding receivers, and he can make plays. So the Bengals, like they were neck and neck with it, the, like they were they were going right at the Chiefs. And when the Chiefs it's like the Chiefs cooled off after a while from an offensive standpoint, and that's what allowed the Bengals to get back in it because they were just bombing it on. Like they were, they were launching all the codes, but that is was also the Raiders' strategy when they played the Chiefs. Like, I mean, it didn't work out the last time that the Raiders played the Chiefs, but that's been their formula of, of success when they played the Chiefs It's just to bomb them, like because they can't cover deep well, and with borrow with that borrow to chase connection, like. The Chiefs had no answer for that. He could do that anytime he wanted, and that is gonna make the playoffs interesting. Because if the Bengals can do that consistently, they they could definitely knock off the Chiefs again in the playoffs. I mean, if you run this back, I don't think the Chiefs. It, it's not a foregone conclusion that the Chiefs beat them in, the, in next time. So, this was fun, and I want to see round two. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it with higher stakes, so that was fun. Um now the Titans, uh, they took out the Dolphins, took care of business heavy. Titans are actually because the Chiefs lost, Titans currently have the number one seed. And so if it, it's theirs to lose at this point. Um but yeah, they, they showed out and then with them uh getting getting Derrick Henry back for the playoffs. They're going to be even more dangerous because they've been doing it without him, which is a, which means that they are, they're coached well and that they, they do have other weapons. But with Derrick Henry back in the fold, that makes them formidable, Uh, especially when in the playoffs, you need to be able to run the ball well uh, and control uh, time of possession. So that's going to be key for them. Another game that was was great uh, today was the um, was the Raiders and the Colts. Like that was a, a tight affair. Uh, it it could have went either way. I actually thought the Colts were going to win it late, but the Raiders figured out a way to win it. Um, and the Raiders are the Raiders are scary. Like I, they're they're the type of team that you just you don't want to play. Um, it's not that they're uber talented, but they they have threats, and if you don't come to play, they'll 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 uh surprise you, and they'll steal a game. And so, I think the Colts found that out firsthand, and and the Colts needed this this win too. Like uh, it it really does hurt their case a little bit for them to lose. So, but it was such a good game. Now, I'm glad the Patriots bounced back. They they put a whooping on the Jags fifty to ten, which and, and I was thinking about this earlier. That's what should happen, like because there's a huge gap between the caliber of team that the Patriots are and the caliber of team that the Jaguars are, and that's what should be reflected in the game. They're supposed to blow out the Jaguars by forty, like that. They're supposed to put a fifty piece on their head because the Jaguars don't have any requisite weapons to to be competitive against good teams, let alone mediocre teams. So the this was a layup for the Patriots in New England. Like if they if this it would have been a disgrace if they would have lost to the Jags um or or struggled against the Jags I think it was partially a disgrace that the Buccaneers struggled against the Jets because the Jets aren't great um I mean I I feel like it's a miracle that they're four and two uh but yeah they the Buccaneers are are way better than them like their their records are reversed like Bucs are 12 and four Jets are four and 12 like there there that gap should have been reflected um in that game too but the buccaneers had to come from behind and eke out a 4-point win against the jets which and they're not a good team which means that when it comes to the playoffs bucks aren't winning they're not they're not beating the the high caliber teams because they just they they're not consistent and they're very sloppy and they've got a lot of holes um yes yeah, of course there's some guys out but they just they don't play disciplined football and they they have huge mental lapses i don't think brady's bucks are repeating um but they're good enough to make the playoffs and so they'll be in but i i don't see them getting the chip this year we'll be right back with more recap Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I'm disappointed in the Falcons because they had the Bills vulnerable. <laughs> like when you watch this game, you look at the final score is 29 to 15. But this game was pretty was pretty winnable for the Falcons, like for a while. Um, because the Bills really struggled. Like Josh Allen wasn't great in this game by any means. And the Falcons had... Plenty of chances to to close out this game, but they couldn't take advantage of Buffalo's miscues, and then eventually Buffalo just they 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 figured they figured out how to how to get points on the board, and that was that. Um, but you look at Matt Ryan; I mean, he didn't have any picks, but he 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 didn't have any touchdowns. Went thirteen for twenty three for one hundred ninety seven yards. They couldn't get any run production, um, and you look at Josh Allen. He only had hundred twenty yards passing. Yeah, he had two rushing TDs, but he also threw three picks. Like and for the Falcons to not be able to capitalize on that, I mean they they blew. They've blown so many games this season, like, and this is one that just that's got to stick in their craw too, uh, because you had the Bills, like, the Bills are a good team, like, you had them vulnerable. You had it was it's like watching blood sport with with uh watching the Jackson versus Chun Li fight, like Jackson knocks Chun Li down and he's like, oh, I did it, I did it, I did it, and It's like no, the fight's not over. Then Chun Li goes around and almost kills him. <laughs> it's like. That's what happened in this in this Falcons-Bills game. Like, Falcons got him down on the knee, and it's like, oh, I heard him, I heard him, and he didn't finish the job. And then let's see, you know, the Buffalo comes back to life, and then you get creamed, and, and you lose by double digits. It shouldn't have happened. Um, and if I'm... like Like, to me, there's some personnel changes that need to happen with the Falcons. Like, you probably got to get rid of the the defensive coordinator. You might want to get rid of the offensive coordinator. Maybe get rid of the coach. Um, and to me, I'm either trying to trade Matt Ryan or, or draft a quarterback to put some pressure on him. Because he's fallen off a cliff. And he was once a great quarterback. But... Now he's just he he doesn't really give you anything anymore. Like this was a game that if you're Matt Ryan like you've been to a Super Bowl, like <laughs> you you take you 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 put your foot on them, like you don't let them get back into it. And he just couldn't do that. He didn't give you. He, yeah, he didn't turn the ball over, but he also didn't do anything to help the team either. Really, And so. In that regard i just i just think it's time to move on from matt ryan uh to me that's the it's the him and stafford like again like they they can only get you so far and if you're the falcons like you you the the matt ryan era is over and you've just got to cut your losses and, and look for the next guy i i i let uh matt ryan go i'd either trade him uh, if you can't release them or, you know, or at least draft a quarterback and say, Hey, we got, we're, we're going to start grooming your replacement. And, and we're not. And, and if we can't trade you, it's like, we're, we're not renewing your contract. Like once it's over, it's over. Like And, and to me, that's how it needs to go. And, or, Hey, we're going to, we urge you to retire because your skills aren't the same as they used to be. And, and if I'm an athlete, if if my skills are starting to deteriorate and I can't play how I used to and I can't do things I used to, it's best to retire before you really crater and, and you lose all of the luster and and greatness. Because you, you don't want to be out there, past your prime, uh, playing below the standard that you set. And so For a while, Matt Ryan was a threat. He was a good quarterback. I just think those days are over. And... I think he should either retire, um, he or allow the team to trade him. Um, you know, because his his time with the Falcons is is up because he's not he's not an asset to them anymore. He's a liability. Um, Bears just whipped up on the Giants like. This wasn't even close. Um, I think it was probably a satisfying win. I mean, it doesn't do anything for the Bears from a playoff standpoint, but if they can beat the Giants, I, I know that it makes them happy. Um, the the uh, The Eagles beat the Washington football team. I actually thought this was, that the Washington was actually going to figure out a way to beat the Eagles, and the reason because it, it was it was Washington's game to win, and they just they couldn't hold them off anymore, um the Eagles needed this win uh, in a big way to to keep them in playoff contention they're they're a really frisky team um this eagles team are just it's like they're beatable, but they're also like a threat at the same time, and so uh the Eagles needed that win to stay alive, especially with the cowboys uh cratering they it's like they yeah they they just they don't know how to be consistent <laughs> the rams found a way to beat the ravens by one 20 to 19 um terrible game by stafford but and i like huntley i think huntley's huntley's okay like i feel like the ravens are ravaged by injuries um but i, I like huntley uh, he he does some good things with the football um but ultimately the Rams just they they figured out a way to win it it was an up and down game for Stafford um, but they did what they needed to do and because the Rams won that that really I think helped the helped Cincinnati to to solidify the division win and and be the Kings and it also knocked the Browns out of it so the Browns are no longer a threat uh, to Cincinnati, and you know in that regard as well. So the the, the Ravens with the Ravens and the Browns free falling, um, it really like the the Bengals are have proven to themselves that they're a step above them. Now, the uh, the Chargers took care of business against the Broncos. Broncos are out of playoff contention now. Um, the Chargers, they needed that win to try and stay in the game a little bit in terms of the playoffs. 34-13, um, to 13, that was a convincing win at home. Chargers, they're going to have to continue to turn it up uh, to, to solidify a spot. Niners took care of the Texans as they should have. Uh 23 to 7. Uh that keeps them in the hunt. Uh nine and seven. Is, everybody's got to, like it's a lot of nine and sevens. You know, in the Cardinals, uh both teams, you know, had eleven wins. And so Well both teams well, Cowboys had eleven had eleven wins. Cardinals had ten. Uh Cardinals are kind of free falling a little bit, but they they were able to hold on. And beat Dallas. In Dallas. By three. 25 to 22. Um, I I feel bad for the Cowboys. Because they lose Gallup. And they need Gallup. Um, Especially for the playoffs. And so that. With with him being gone as a weapon. Is going to make it even worse. uh, For Dak. uh, Going forward. Because Dak isn't consistent either. So. You've got they've got some things to work out. Um, they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think that they'll go far, especially losing a a receiver like Gallup. Uh, Saints took care of the Panthers. They needed that that win. Um, Panthers, there. I think there's going to be a lot of regime changes uh, for them after this season is over. Um, same with the Lions. And I wanna say the same with the Seahawks. Like, I mean, Seahawks put a whooping on the Lions fifty one to twenty nine, but I think both teams are gonna to have to reassess uh their personnel on the field and on the and uh you know, off the field, uh because there's with the Seahawks there's a lot of things that they need to change. Um and the Lions, they I mean they've got plenty of holes. Uh so both teams they is like CSC at a one but both teams are probably going to go through a litany of uh, of changes and we'll be right back with week 18 picks hi everybody damon here And I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed by calling him to be Peter. Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Welcome back. Welcome back. And so we're looking at week 18, looking ahead uh, to the, uh, the final week of the NFL season. And... Starting on January 9th, Saints at the Falcons NFC South matchup. Gonna go Saints. Um, just be well, actually, let me let me chase it. I, I'm gonna go Falcons. I, I think the Falcons have enough to beat the Saints. Um, but it'll be a closeout game. I think both, both teams gonna have to uh to go back to the drawing board a little bit um the Falcons more than the saints. I just think the saints just ran into a lot of injuries um and that really just killed killed their momentum the falcons they they need to do some changes like there there's some personal changes that need to happen so but i'm i I think the Falcons pull off the win here um jets bills bills all the way like this this should be a blowout. <laughs> The Bills should win by twenty here. <laughs> so and they're at home at Orchard Park. They they this shouldn't be a challenge for them. Uh Browns Bengals. I like this game. Um I'm gonna say gonna go with the Browns. They're in Cleveland. I think the Browns need to 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 end with the with the bang and rather than the uh than a fizzle. And so they should beat the Bengals. I think it'll be close. I wouldn't expect Joe Burrow uh, to play, and they they actually really shouldn't let uh, Jamar Chase play either, especially since they clinched the division. Like, don't don't have your marquee guys out there. You want to save them for the playoffs. Uh, you, the last thing you want is for an ACL, Achilles, a knee, uh, you know, a, a collarbone. Uh, 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 wasn't a uh, uh, trying to think of another injury that that would be beneficial, well or like detrimental to uh, to the team? Like a, a torn pec, yep, torn pec, torn hamstring. Like you, you just anything broken, you just I wouldn't risk it. I I would just say, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna play our. We're gonna play some starters. We're gonna have our second string out there. We just want to make sure everybody's healthy. We're in Cleveland. It, it's it's okay. Like we we don't have anything to prove here. <laughs> so uh, the the Browns the Browns need to do the same thing though. Like they shouldn't start Baker for this. Um, I will leave Baker out. Just just deactivate him. That case bring him home um, and. That that should be about it. Um, But I'm going to go Browns here. Lions hosting the Packers. Packers, once again, are are probably going to feast on the Lions. I think the Lions are... are, um, They play hard, but I, I just... They're not gonna hold up, put up any resistance against Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers is gonna wreak havoc on them, just like he's wreaking havoc on <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings right now. He's gonna do the same thing to the Lions, um, because they don't have anything to match up well against them. Um, if I was Green Bay, though, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't start. Um, I would, I probably wouldn't have Aaron Rodgers play the whole game if at all, and I probably wouldn't have Devontae Adams play um, because you want to preserve him for the playoffs. So I would, I would probably it, – because it, in, in truth, I feel like even without them playing, the Lions wouldn't be able to beat the Packers. I just – yeah, so Packers are going to win this. Uh, Patriots-Dolphins. Now this one is going to be a frisky game because the Dolphins – Always play the Patriots tough. They 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 have their number from a scheme standpoint, and so um, I expect this to be closer than people expect. Even though the Dolphins are out of the playoffs, I think they they will love to play spoiler <clears throat> and make things even tougher for the for the uh, the Patriots. Excuse me. Bears Vikings ugly game. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings, uh, just because I feel like they're a little better than the Bears, but it's an ugly game, but it's an NFC North matchup. It's going to be smash mouth. it's going to be physical. Uh, but I think the Vikings take it. Uh, Washington versus the Giants, another ugly game, um, it's ugly because there aren't stakes. Like if there were stakes, this game would be like, oh snap! Because it's an NFC East matchup, and you know these, these guys don't like each other. Um, but with nothing on the line. This this game's gonna be ho hum. Um, I'm gonna give the edge to Washington. Washington's better than the Giants, um, and so and I think the Giants have checked out. They're another one where you're, you're probably gonna see some heads roll uh, after this week is over. Um, Cowboys against the Eagles this game is gonna be frisky uh, because both teams I feel like uh like match up with each other well and I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say the Eagles win this I just have a feeling like that the Eagles will will uh, do enough to to take down the Cowboys Um because they, they, they have motivation, they're close to making it in. I think that they they want to control their own destiny. And beating the Cowboys would would uh do would one please them immensely <laughs> but also two help them out big time. Panthers, Bucks, I'm gonna go Bucks here. Um Panthers, I think they're done. They don't really have anything to play for. Um they just I think they're ready to start the off season uh and the bucks, but the bucks need to continue to they they need this win to to keep their momentum going, so um I think the bucks take this they probably win by fifteen jags colts another ugly game uh but colts they should they should win this one far and away like it this this shouldn't even be close uh and so going Colts all the way Steelers Ravens final game for Ben Roethlisberger in the NFL uh, and and what better way to end it than one of their uh, their hated rivals (laughs) in the the AFC North uh, the Baltimore Ravens Um, man I don't know who wins this one I I want the Steelers to win just to let Ben go out with the win Um, Ravens Ravens have totally fallen off. Um and so I think I think you go you go Steelers here uh to to give Ben a good send off. Titans. Texans Titans should dominate them. They should stump the Texans. It shouldn't be close. Um because if I'm the Titans, I want to keep that number one seed. Um and and that's what'll happen, I think, if they if they win against the Texans, they keep them in the driver's seat. Driver's seat. Um, and the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs they're counting on the tech on the Titans to lose, um, and they need to beat the Broncos so that they can regain that top spot. So um, I think Chiefs will beat the Broncos. I don't see them losing to them. Chargers, Raiders. This one's going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be bombs away all over the place. Because that cause both offenses do that. I don't think defense is going to play much of a factor. <laughs> and so it's, it's going to be bombs away all game. Uh, Niners-Rams. This game is going to be fun to watch. Uh, because I think these teams match up more than we think they do. And... There's there's some things at stake here. So I think Niners are still trying to fight for a playoff spot. Um Rams are I mean they Rams have done enough, I feel like that they're you know they're they've got a pretty good spot to solidify, but they're not like invincible by any stretch. The Niners can definitely take them and win. Um it's just they they have to stay on them, uh, but I'm gonna give it to the Rams because I feel like the Rams should win this game. They they're the better team, um, especially from a personnel standpoint. So because they're the better team, they should win that game. Cardinals, Seahawks, going Cardinals here. Cardinals. Need to keep their momentum going because again they free falling a little bit, um, but Seahawks aren't good, and so um, if you can, if you can contain Russell Wilson and and, and not allow him to to make uh, connections with his receivers, then there it should be no problem for the Cardinals, and I I, I expect them to win that. So that would be the final week of the NFL regular season. Uh, And then we'll be able to see what the what the playoffs hold. I will be able to see the standings. Uh, Then we can predict who's going to make the playoffs. Be right back with some more sports. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way, And not the wrong way. All right, we're going to do a little bit of an NBA check in. Um, Looking at the Eastern Conference standings uh, from a playoff standpoint. Chicago has would be like in the one seed. Brooklyn would be in the two seed, um, and then Milwaukee would be in the in the three seed. Miami uh, would have the four seed. Cleveland would be in the playoffs with the five seed. Philly would be in with the six seed, and then the play-in would be between Charlotte, Washington, Boston, and Toronto. Um, and so, like that. That's that's pretty interesting from a from an East standpoint, um, right now as things stand. Uh, definitely, Chicago's is, has continued to be probably the most impressive team uh, in the league, like from the, in the East so far. Uh, but of course, Brooklyn's there, but Brooklyn's been a little up and down. I mean, they yeah they win some, but they've they've lost some that they probably shouldn't have lost. Uh, so, um, Chicago is just really. I think surprisingly great this year, and now in Milwaukee, I mean Giannis is still holding things down, but it's gonna be interesting to to see how these playoffs shake out this time um, versus like versus uh, last year. I think a lot of things went Milwaukee's way. Um, which allowed them to be able to win the title. Not saying that, I mean, Giannis Giannis turned into Superman and and propelled them uh, to a finals victory, but you cannot discount um, the losses of James Harden and Kyrie Irving um, that... And other players on, on Brooklyn that, that caused uh, Milwaukee to win. And just kind of like the meltdown that, that Phoenix went through. Um, one with losing, <clears throat> losing you know, a uh, key player. Uh, but also just kind of melting down and losing their identity a little bit. and uh, That which allowed Giannis to just dominate. Um, it's like, yeah, if Devin Booker was playing... It may have been a little different, but, I mean, Giannis just took over. But this season, I feel like it's going to be a lot tougher uh, for them. But that's where things would would look right now um, if the playoffs were to start today from the east. Uh, But if you want to look out west... Golden State would be if playoffs start today. Golden State's got the one seed. Um, the uh, Golden State's to me is the best team in the NBA right now. Um, then you got Phoenix close, you know, close second, like Golden State's 28 7, Phoenix is 28 and 8. So it's not there's not much difference. Uh, then you got Utah and Memphis and Got Denver and the Clippers. It's like after after Utah and Memphis, there's a a huge fall off. Like <laughs> um, you know, and so the Clippers are six, and then you got Dallas and and the Lakers. Um, and then Minnesota and Sacramento, they would be in the play in scenario. Um Lakers look at it are uh, currently with their record, they're in the eighth seed position right now, uh, which isn't good for them. Um I just they're just not good this year. And 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 there's some things that are probably gonna gonna change after this year is up. I think the the Russell Westbrook experiment has failed. Um but I think they're they're not they don't have plans to change it during the season. I think they're gonna let it play out and, and see what happens. And if they find a way to get into the playoffs, I think that's when We'll probably really see the apex Lakers, because um, knowing, knowing them, they're probably gonna try and and and, and surprise some teams. Um, but as it stands right now, if they if they were to to uh, to be in the playoffs, they'd have to play Golden State, and they're gonna get they would get destroyed if they play Golden State. So it's uh. They probably don't want to play Phoenix either, but I feel like they have a better chance against Phoenix than they would up against Golden State, especially with Clay coming back. So that that that's going to be nothing nice, uh, but that that's the way things look right now. Um, I think a big disappointment has been has been Portland, but at the same time, like they they've lost one of their key guys, and I mean Dame can't. And they need probably Dame to step up, but he can only do so much too. So it's just they've kind of fallen off a cliff a little bit. And uh, speaking of Portland, LeBron went to Portland and dropped a forty-three piece on him for his thirty-seventh uh, birthday. You know, New Year's Eve. Like, I mean, that that's just so cool. Like, the for him to be able to do that at thirty-seven. Um, is just is is awesome. Like to still have the same lift, the same explosiveness, uh, to be able to still do like the things that he's known for at this age. That that's that's what makes him such an awesome player. Um, he he's definitely you know just one of the all time greats and. When he when he finally does decide to hang it up, he'll he'll be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. No one will question you know him being able to go into the Hall of Fame. Um, and so again, we just we just need to appreciate the brother while he's still while he's still playing. And that's the NBA check in. We're gonna do talk a little bit of WWE next. WWE had the day one pay-per-view on new year's e on new year's day. And, uh, it was pretty good. Like, I mean, it was, it was a great slate of matches and they, they did not disappoint. Um, and the Atlanta crowd was into it. That's what I liked, uh, because they, they really seemed excited and they, they really brought like added some really good juice to all the matches. Seamus and Ridge uh they they took out Cesaro Ricochet um the Usos got the best of the new day uh Drew McIntyre beat Madcap which you know we all knew was gonna happen but then afterwards um Barron and Madcap uh like injured Drew pretty bad uh you know put the the chair on his neck and then Corbin took like a metal beam or something and just bashed the chair. So it was like, you know, now Drew's got a cervical issue going on. So he's probably going to be out for a little bit. Um, then RK Bro took out the Street Profits. I kind of had a feeling that one was gonna happen. Um just because they're they're on fire as a team. Um and but it was a good match. Migos came out and it, it was all respect and love because it was really kind of like a baby face tag team championship match. So um that was that was pretty entertaining. Uh, Edge took out the Miz. That was a good match though. I thought Miz brought it. Like Miz, Miz is a good wrestler. And I mean, yeah, he's he, he's 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 the guy that you love to hate. He's a good, he's such a great heel. Um, and Maurice really works, really works well as his foil. Um, and but yeah, Edge was able to turn it up a notch. I love the way Edge fires up, um, and just becomes impervious uh, to pain. After a while, but that that was such a good match. Um, Becky Lynch defeated Liv Morgan. They they went at it. Um, Liv threw everything she could at Becky, but Becky was just one step ahead and, and and figured out a way to win, just like she did last time. And um and then the final match turned out it it, it was a fatal four way, but uh, we were supposed to get Roman versus Brock here, but then Roman up and gets COVID. And and then Brock is able to get uh, finagled into uh, this match to make with Big E, Seth, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley to make it a fatal five way. And you talk about like I don't know who was gonna win this, but and it was physical. I mean, they were really tagging each other, but Brock, as he always does, he just he finds a way to To come out of the chaos as the champion, I thought Biggie he he took out Lashley with the big ending. I just thought he got a little greedy trying to take out Brock too, um, but and that's what and that's what happened because Brock reversed it. F five new champion, um, but great great match and a good 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 title run by Biggie. I was. I'm really proud of Big E and what he's accomplished. He's he's a great representative of wrestling and of you know WWE, and it's not going to be his first time holding the title. Um, but it was it was so great to see him with it. So much props to Big E. You carried it well. Looking ahead, we they're they're sitting at the table for Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, probably either at. Uh, at Royal rumble or at WrestleMania, but that that's what the people want to see because it's been a long time coming. Um, when, and and in this match, I think the, what, what fuels the fire is because Lashley can say, Hey, if it wasn't for Big E breaking that hurt lock, like you were in trouble and you, you, it didn't look like you were going to break out of that by yourself. So, um, to me, that matchup is going to see who is um, the strongest, um, who who's the bigger beast. Is it going to be is it going to be Brock or is it going to be uh, Bobby Lashley? And I think this could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if Lashley beats him, but I think ultimately Brock will win. Um, it's a it's a really great matchup and it and it's something I would love to see and I can't wait to see um because Lashley we we're, we're probably going to see the best Lashley we've ever seen against this against Brock Lesnar who is who, like and babyface Brock Lesnar is, is pretty cool like I I like this he's still got the same aggression and scariness but he's 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 happy it seems like he's he's enjoying being a wrestler and and I think that that's what's important and um just for any performer you know if you're a wrestler like, just enjoy it um and because we as fans can pick up on it um this is a great pay-per-view I'll say the match of the night was the Usos versus the New Day like that match was bonkers I didn't know who was going to win that um because there were so many, and whenever they whenever they face off, it's it's electricity, um, It's awesome. I just it was the Usos' night, um, and they had to win one for Roman, uh, and I, I my prayers go out to Roman. I hope that he's doing well and resting, and and um, and that his body doesn't have any other complications as a result of COVID. So um, that let's all pray for him. Uh, but great pay per view. And I think this this is a really good setup um, for the Royal Rumble, which is going to be coming up at the end of the month. And uh, just a quick word on boxing: there was a, a Ortiz versus Martin um, on on Saturday, and I thought Ortiz was going to like dominate this fight, but he did He was the one getting dominated until the sixth round. And then he just, he landed this shot to my man's temple and he was done after that. Now I wish he would have pulled back a little bit. Like, because you, you know, when a guy like he, when he hit him on the side of the other, of the head, like in his temple, like he was done. Like he didn't know where he was. He stopped and his everything changed. So it, if I was ortiz i mean I know he was trying to get the guy out of there, but he was he wasn't even looking at ortiz if you if you look at the replay and you see the the huge shot that he took, he wasn't even looking at ortiz like he he was in dreamland then um and so to me if i'm if i'm ortiz i'm 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 kind of like going a little easy, maybe more body shots rather than head shots. Cause he was definitely concussed. He was out on his feet. And even when he was slumped over on the ropes, like he was standing over him. Like he to hit him some more. It's like, no, this dude is clearly hurt. Like <laughs> you don't have to hit him like, you know, back up. And, but to, to me, the ref was a little too far away too. Like he took, when when that shot happens and he's just standing like that, if I'm the ref, I need to be running over because he was clearly done. And even like when he's going to the ropes, like the ref just takes a long time to intervene. He's not even looking at Ortiz. He's not facing Ortiz. Ortiz is just bombing him. The ref, he got to jump in there. He he was too far across the ring. Um, but props to Ortiz. But with that loss, I don't. I mean, with that win, I don't think that it it really does him any favors. I mean, it doesn't. It didn't make him look great. Um, It it it, if anything, it kind of showed him that it kind of showed us that uh, that Deontay Wilder and 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 Luis Ortiz are kind of kind of more similar, even though Ortiz has more boxing skills. Their 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 calling card is the power uh, that they possess, and so that to me, that was what built Ortiz out of this one because he was losing that match. Uh, but just one shot that's the dangerous part about guys like Ortiz and Wilder, just one shot can turn the whole fight around. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, yeah that that's the, the story on that and, and Canelo Canelo's the speaking about boxing too, Canelo's the best. Um I mean he's he, he's the man and looks like he's gonna go to another he's gonna go to Cruiserweight and challenge the champion. And so that's gonna be fun to watch. I can't wait to see what that's what's going on there. Um and I mean with with what's going on with uh with Spence and and Terence Crawford, I, I, I really think that those two need to fight. I think it'll. I don't know if it'll happen though, and it needs to happen. And I think that's. And other other uh folks have, have said the same thing, about uh, about boxing too. It's just like, we we're not getting the fights that we really want to see, um and. And to me like they should have fought each other probably like a year or two ago. Um because you want to see the best fight the best. Just like we got to see Leonard and and Hearns and, and Leonard and, and and Hagler and Hagler Hearns and Duran and, and Leonard and, and Duran and he he's just you he got to see like with that age. You got to see the best go up against the best, even in the heavyweight. You got to see the heavyweights clash. You got to, you got to see, you got to 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 to, to see who was the best, who was, and in this, in this um, this climate of boxing. It it's rare that you get to see that, and that's what's I think was hurting the exposure of the sport. But I also think that with that being said we're we're actually in a resurgence of boxing just uh, overall um boxing is more exciting um and so that that's the cool thing about it but we we got to see more fights that we that we want to see and i think the promoters need to work a little harder to put the best against the best that way we can say who is the real undisputed Champion. Uh, we have that with Canelo. Canelo's undisputed. Tyson Fury is undisputed. Um, but we need more t- more uh champions that are undisputed uh in their weight classes. So that's what I want to see. Long sports episode, but it's a new year, a lot going on, <laughs> a lot to talk about. Thank you for listening. God bless. Check out the next episode coming soon. Peace.